guys, welcome back to Talk with KSB, where faith meets conversation. My name is Kenke, for those of you who don't know me, and for those of you who do know me, welcome back to Talk with KSB. Okay, guys, so I have actually been gone. And honestly speaking, like, I really wish I could say that, you know, um, something happened or whatever. But to be honest, the reality is I did have, like, my like my podcast recorded. Like, I actually had something recorded. It was ready to go. And then every time, like, the day to read, to release my podcast will come i would just feel like i don't feel like i should re like release this podcast like i really don't feel like this podcast should be shared and i didn't know why like i was going through that so that happened to me for like the past two weeks right and i think partially because and to be honest like me being honest with you guys that's partially because in my relationship with god like i won't say like nothing was particularly happening i don't think that that's the right thing to say but i think that in my relationship with god like I felt like my podcast was now somehow being like a substitute for my relationship with God, if that makes sense. So maybe like I wanted to release something so I would prepare myself to release that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Instead of letting what I release on my podcast be like a normal, natural outflow of what's happened to me in the secret place with God, if that makes sense. So for like the past two weeks, like when I wanted to release my podcast, I would feel like super excited while recording my podcast. And then when I was done recording my podcast, I would be like sad or not necessarily happy that kind of thing so I found it a bit weird and I just wasn't comfortable and then I think I was reading a book um, and the book is called um, All Flame and I was reading the book and I was just like wow this book is so good and blah 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 and it, he was explaining something about Jesus the guy the writer of the book the author he was explaining something about Jesus and he was saying that you know one thing that Jesus did was that he kept withdrawing himself from the masses and was still like going back to spend private time with God like he just kept leaving the multitude to spend time with God and I found that interesting because he was basically using it to say that anything that Jesus did came from the place of him spending time with God and I realized that I cannot make my podcast without like actually spending time with God I can't use my podcast as a means to spend time with God I think I was doing that because I was trying to like um I was trying to I don't know like I think I was trying to shake things up with my relationship with God a bit I think things were just my life is changing so things were looking different so I just wanted to try something new if that makes sense but that's besides the point and the reason why I share this is because I think that it's going to really help you guys it, it links no not really help you guys i think it just links greatly into what i was going to talk about today and um i only could discover that through private time and i would really suggest spending alone time with god like quiet time i really suggest it because in quiet time i get answers to questions that i wasn't specifically asking and then i realized that in my quiet time like the the quiet time that uh, that birthed this podcast um it kind of just ex it kind of gave me an answer to the question i wasn't particularly asking if that makes sense and i think that i wanted to share that with you guys because obviously god called me out and i wanted to share with you guys so that it can help you as well um so let me tell you what happened um i was meditating just calm chilling and um there's a scripture that randomly comes to my mind and I've, it's been in my mind for like the past like I don't know they say like a week 10 days mm -hmm. so the scripture is from Galatians 1 verse 10 I'm reading from ESV and it says for I'm now for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man 
if I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Now, I cannot tell you how much this scripture not bothers me, but this scripture just, every time I hear it, it's like, ugh, like, no, if that makes sense. Like, every time I read the scripture, I'm just reminded that, to be honest, I can't live a life that pleases people, if that makes sense. Okay, the reason why I say this is because this episode is for the people that feel the need to please people. I think that culture, the way culture has brought us up, the way even our parents, loved ones, they've raised us to please other people. I don't know, maybe not you, but for me, I think that I was raised in a way that not prioritized pleasing people, but I'm a people person and it's not bad, it's not wrong to be a people person, like go ahead, do you. But at the same time, there needs to be a caveat when it comes to pleasing people. And that was what was what that was what God was teaching me in my quiet time, which is that I cannot live a life that prioritizes pleasing people. And there was a way that he explained it to me, and I was just like, whoa. I'm reading it from my journal, guys. But let me. Oh, there were two things. Oh, you guys. I just remember once God said. I actually forgot, but like my journal is here. Um so he was basically saying that not everyone will be happy with your decision but your priority is to please god and then i realized that for a lot of people they love god um god is in their life but god isn't their priority and i don't know if i'm speaking to you but i realized that a lot of people real like figure out that yeah god is in their life but god is not their main priority and which is why sometimes i feel like you can get agitated with people or with, you can even get agitated with God because you're just like I don't understand what's going on but the reality is that God isn't the priority God isn't at the center God isn't the center point of your life other things are people are even it may even be like work yourself at the center of your own life as opposed to God and that can cause you know you won't be let me say let me let me say this I don't think that you'll be a servant of Christ as you want to be until Christ is the center of your life. Like you may have the desire to please God, you may have the desire to live for Christ, but if he's not at the center of your life, that will be very, very difficult. And I urge you now at this point in time to kind of reevaluate what is at the center point of your life. Is Christ at the center of your life? Because if God is not the priority, you will realize like sometimes it may be slightly difficult, but that's not the point of this podcast. Okay. Okay. So he then gave me this other scripture, which is where your heart is, that's where your treasures will be also. Now, I have a very bad habit. I can remember the scripture, but I don't know where it is in the Bible, but I know it's in the Bible. But yeah, I remember this scripture and I asked like, what does this mean? And I, this was the simple, plain answer. Don't put your heart in pleasing people. Put your heart in pleasing God first. And out of the outpour of pleasing God, you would end up pleasing people. You can't please everyone. The truth is that you can't please everyone. But out of the outpour of pleasing God, there will be people that are around you that will be pleased. So you can't live your life wanting to please God after you please people. And I have that very, very bad habit. Like... I realized that you would spend your time, spend your life trying to be nice to people, but not necessarily being a good person. They're two different things. It's two different things to be nice and to be good. And I think that people often confuse the two like, oh, she's a nice person. So because she's nice, she probably is good. No, niceness does not mean 
goodness do you understand what i'm saying it does not it they don't equate to each other so so basically the reason why i mentioned the scripture out of um um excuse me the reason why i mentioned the scripture where your heart is where your treasures will be also i actually asked okay so whenever i thought of the scripture i was very confused i won't lie to you i was very very confused because i just didn't understand what it meant for my treasures to be where my heart is and people be like you know put your heart in like put your heart in christ so there will be your treasures but i didn't understand what it meant what are my treasures what exactly are the treasures of my world what do you get i never understood and i asked god what are my treasures and god explain to me that your treasures are your time your mind your resources your trust and your beliefs and i found that interesting that those were the treasures that god gave me as examples of where your treasures are and it made sense to me that if your heart is in pleasing people there your treasures will be also your time will be in pleasing people your mind will be to please people your beliefs will be about pleasing people your resources will be for pleasing people and your trust will be in people because you're trying to please them as opposed to pleasing god and if you put yourself in this position your time is for god your mind is for god your belief is in god your resources for god your trust in god you know the bible does say you can never put your trust in man because man will betray you but god can never betray you i was watching a sermon yesterday and then the, the pastor was like if god has ever failed you i think we need to give you a t-shirt maybe throw you a pastor because you you'll be the first person ever in history now there's something that just came to my mind that there are actually people out there that genuinely believe that god has failed them and i want to tell you now that god doesn't fail you it may look like failing because it's not exactly how you wanted it to be but you serve a god that knows you better than you do that wants the best for you the scripture says that you know he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb you know god's thoughts for you are for good and not of evil so if those are god's thoughts and god's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways anybody that knows me knows that that's my favorite scripture um his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways then even though it may look like it has the illusion of being failing or disappointing it is not that it just is a different story than the one that you wanted to write for yourself that's just a cute caveat but yeah and i was just thinking about it that as a person as ken ken right i spent a lot of my time trying to please people and i spent a lot of my resources for people my mind on pleasing people i remember young as a young person i just wanted people around me to be happy with me like i didn't want to fight people i didn't want my friends to be upset with me i didn't want my friends to be angry with me so i spent a lot of time not saying what was on my mind keeping things to myself being secretly angry but portraying happiness because i didn't want anybody to think that you know or something was wrong or anything like that and i just realized that that was me spending my life trying to be nice to people around me but not necessarily being a good person by saying okay kind of like you offended me you hurt me do you understand what i'm saying i realized that i lived my life for people and not necessarily for god and now that obviously i'm discovering god more and trying to put him at the center of my life at the center of every decision that i make at the center of wherever i'm going i just realized that pleasing people 
it can be it can be quote unquote like it, it, it is a nice thing to do it's a nice thing for people around you to feel comfortable to feel safe to feel at home but at the same time you cannot live your life in that way you cannot live your life making people the center of your life because let me tell you something people are different and what one person wants you to do is against another thing that another person wants you to do which is against your own morals which is against the first person's morals and it, it becomes really really difficult to i think get a hold of your life not even get a hold of your life maybe even get a hold of yourself because i feel like you'd have lived your life for people so much so that you have lost yourself in the process that you don't necessarily know who you are at heart and i think that that was something that i suffered from and i'm trying to recover from but i realized that people by pleasing people you lose a sense of self and losing a sense of self i believe to a great extent is losing the sense of the person that god created you to be like god created you a specific way but like the influence of people in your life kind of you know tampers with that i was watching a sermon like i said last night and then the person was talking about how toxic um features or toxicity he said has a greater influence on your life it is easy for things to is he was basically explaining that it's easy for people to have a it's easier for people to have a bad influence on you than it is for people to have a good influence on you and i realized that people pleasing somehow in that sense kind of adds to that you know i was just remembering the quote that people say oh birds are the same feather flock together and i realized that even if you are not like the people that you are around at heart people will find it difficult to believe that because you spend your life trying to please them even if what they do or how they are goes against who you are personally right so he said god said to me he said don't let your love for people surpass the love that you have for god and he said for if you do i don't know why <laughs> i'm reading it back it's funny that i said for if you do but he said for if you do you will not love god correctly and i found that extremely loud that sometimes we find it difficult to love god because the priority of our life has been to love or like please other people and by extension love them in in a wrong way oh and he said that for your outpour of love for god will be from the outpour of love that you have for other people and trust me that is, and he actually said trust me that is not much and i find that crazy because you guys what i was thinking about when i was talking to god was that you know I, and then i started thinking about the scripture uh, which it says um oh sorry excuse me i started thinking about the scripture saying that oh love god with all your will mind body and soul and then love your neighbor as you love yourself to to love your neighbor as you love yourself or even to love yourself to enable to love your neighbor there has to be an outpour of the love that you have for god and if god is love that's a lot of love so if you can love god you'll be able to love yourself correctly and by extension love other people correctly and i found that so 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 interesting and i was just thinking about it that that's one of the many reasons why people find it difficult to love god accurately or to love god the right way or to love god the way he wants to be loved or it i think that that's another reason why people 
find it difficult to recognize what it means to actually love God. And I know because I am one of them, I spent a lot of time not understanding what it really meant to love God, what it really meant to, you know, be God's friend because the love that I had for God was coming from a place of the love that I had for people. It was like trying to treat God the way I treat other people. Keep in mind, God is the person that sent his son to die for me. I don't think, I'm not going to say, I don't think any of the people that I spent my life pleasing sent their own son to die for me because no. But like, I'm just getting you to think about the way in which loving people first kind of tampers with the way you love God and loving God accurately or loving God the right way. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think that that was something that was just going through my mind when I was reading the scripture. Yeah. He now said, <laughs> yeah, he now said, follow the instruction of the Bible, which is to love God first. Let that be the priority. God equals love. Love God first. And then out of that loving God, it will be easier for you to love people. And, and I strongly believe, and this is just me here, but I strongly believe that if you are able to love God and if you are able to love God correctly, it will be easier for you to set boundaries for people because out of loving God, you then love yourself. And you then love yourself enough to love your neighbor in the right ways. Loving your neighbor does not necessarily mean that you, you, I don't even know how to explain it, but for me, loving your neighbor doesn't mean that you don't know how to respect yourself or you don't know how to respect your own boundaries or you don't know how to honor your own self. I think that if you love God, you'll be able to even set boundaries for yourself. Like people can't cross this particular boundary. You love them. You do, it doesn't mean you don't love them, but you know how to love your own self. And I find that very interesting because I think that when we prioritize pleasing people or loving other people, what we do is that the boundaries between us and other people aren't clear and when those boundaries aren't clear they kind of enter our lives do things that they're not meant to do say things that they're not meant to say have positions that they're not meant to have positions you know pastor jeremy foster was saying this and i put it on my close friends and i was telling he was basically saying that um we don't know who sometimes we are in a relational bankruptcy we don't know who is withdrawing we don't know who is depositing and i found that so interesting because it relates to this like um podcast so much because when you spend your time prioritizing like pleasing people or loving people first what happens is that you because that's your priority you don't know who is withdrawing from you and you don't know who is giving you anything things are just moving in and out of your heart and you don't even know what kind of influence somebody's having on your heart and i'm just thinking about the scripture that says guard your hearts above all things because out of it flows the issues of life and it's it's especially important to guard your heart against different types of people because let me tell you the truth is that not everybody is good even if you want everybody to be good not everybody is good not everybody actually has a good heart or good intentions or desires something good if that makes sense not everybody is like that and if you do not <laughs> love god enough to love yourself those boundaries those that guard will be very very soft and people will come in and drop things that they aren't meant to drop and take things that they aren't meant to take and i think that you know me just being honest i've had that problem where i don't know who exactly is giving me what and who exactly is taking what from me because i just believe you know it's good to, it's, it's good to be good to people yes it's good to be good to people nobody's saying be bad to people but oh, i'm saying don't be overly nice that you put yourself in danger you put your own soul in danger because you want to please people 
you know honestly speaking i really wish i could say that this podcast you know is for you guys but honestly speaking everything that i'm saying here is for me as well because <laughs> if you ask my friends my housemates even my parents like you will know that it has always been like a heart desire of mine to make people around me happy but at the same time making people around you happy should not be to the expense of making god happy that is what i want to tell you what i want to tell you is that making people around you happy it should not be at the expense of you making god happy now let me tell you something i and now this is just a good example because i actually remember um what i wanted to record a while ago but i'm just going to explain this to you guys i was going to i was actually recording a podcast on luke 11 and um jesus and um, the pharisees right and I'm just thinking about it now, just just to add to everything that I've already said. When Jesus came, right? Keep in mind that Jesus was the person that came to die for our sins, meaning that Jesus loved each and every one of us, right? And I'm just thinking about, you know, his relationship with the Pharisees and their relationship with him. And Jesus called them out on multiple occasions, multiple times. He said, woe to you, brood of vipers, everything. They've called the Pharisees everything. He really came for like he told the i would say he told the pharisees off but like jesus wasn't so soft with them he did not say okay i've come to come and die for your sins okay listen to me honestly I, i'm here to um jesus came to serve us but it wasn't serving us that anybody could just come and deposit and take away from him jesus heart was heavily guarded heavily and i'm just remembering the time that he went to eat with the pharisees and he didn't um I think he didn't wash his hands or something before he started eating and then the pharisees were ready you know they were about to start calling him different sorts of things and he said look i'm going to call you out and he said what to all of you all of you are hypocrites that's what jesus said and let me tell you something in as much as jesus said that jesus still died for their sins jesus still loved them he loved the world he did not say okay oh this person's sins are now excluded he did not go and write somewhere that ah okay i'm going to exclude this pharisee's sins i'm I'm not going to die for this person's sins he still loved them enough to die for their sins but him loving them did not mean that he couldn't tell them can't lie you guys are hypocrites it did not mean that he was going to keep everything to himself if somebody did him wrong in that sense do you understand what I'm saying? Jesus is the prime example of what it means to be good, but not necessarily a nice, not a nice, not prioritizing being nice. Do you understand? Jesus came to serve the people. He actually came for people, but he did not come to not be like, yeah, I'm coming to please the people. He came to serve us. Difference between serving and pleasing in that sense. So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I hope this podcast has blessed you. Um, please share it. Yeah, please share this podcast. But I hope this podcast has blessed you and I hope that you have a great week.